Welcome to the It Is Possible podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Nicholson, certified life coach, personal trainer, and nutrition coach. And I am here to help you get out of your own way so you can create the life you love. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to be back. I have taken um, quite a few weeks off from recording any episodes, and I thought it would be great to kick things off with an episode talking about how I feel about not recording any episodes for quite a few weeks. So I think it can be really tempting to set a goal to do a thing, like in my case, setting a goal to record a podcast episode every week, you know, it's kind of a loose goal I tried to do every week or every other week. Um, And then things happened, life got kind of busy, and the podcast got pushed aside, I guess. And as I've been thinking about it the last few weeks, I'm like, okay, feeling like my schedule is loosening up a little bit. And I um, am thinking about things I want to record for the podcast and things that I want to talk about and all of that kind of stuff. I was also thinking about the fact that it would be really easy to be beating myself up for not um, recording any podcasts for the last few weeks and for not keeping that commitment and that goal that I made for recording podcasts. And I only say this because I see it a lot in working with clients is, you know, you set a goal, everybody's excited and on fire at first for the goal, for the goal. And then after a few weeks or months, usually the excitement kind of fades or other things come up and we might fall off track working towards our goals. And usually what happens next is some form of judgment or shaming yourself for not sticking to your goals, for not keeping your commitments, um, and all that kind of stuff. And as I was thinking about, you know, getting back to the podcast and that, and the fact that I really didn't have a lot of shame and judgment for myself about not doing it. So maybe there was a little bit, but it just kind of occurred to me that, um, I don't think that's the norm, right? To not have a lot of shame and judgment about me not doing it. And so I thought it could be helpful to bring this topic to the podcast and talk about it and work through it. And maybe it will help you. Maybe it will bring up some, some new thoughts or open up your mind or bring some awareness into the way that you act when you don't um, stick to a goal Uh, that you have set for yourself. So what does this look like? We've set the goal to do the podcast. I did it for a few weeks, a couple of months, and then I obviously things got busy and the podcast wasn't a priority. I didn't feel like, oh, I really had things that I wanted to talk about and it just became kind of a chore. And so I just put it on the back burner and I just let it sit. And as I was watching my mind, like as I was thinking about putting it on the back burner, and then as I was thinking about wanting to pick it up again and get back into it, and I was watching myself and seeing like, do I have a lot of judgment for myself about it? Like, what thoughts do I have about this? And like I said, I don't think it's the norm to not have a lot of self-judgment and shaming about, you know, falling off the wagon with certain goals. 
So how come I'm able to do this? And as I was, you know, I asked myself that question, like, how am I able to not necessarily stick to a goal that I had set and also not have a lot of shame and judgment for myself about it? And the answer that I am came up for me or that I came up with, I guess, is because I truly do trust myself to figure it out. Like I trust myself to get back into it when the time is right for me to get back into it. Um, I trust myself to still keep the commitment to myself. Maybe it will look a little bit different than I had originally thought, right? Originally, I was like, I'm going to do a podcast every week, uh, maybe every other week. I'm going to be super consistent. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to get my message out into the world and all of those kinds of things. And now it's like, well, I can still trust myself to keep my commitment to myself even if it doesn't look exactly like I thought it was going to look. And that just made me a bit curious. Like, do you feel like you can do that? Do you feel like you have the skills to be able to do that for yourself, to not shame and judge yourself when you're not sticking to your goals, when you're not behaving in a way that you think that you should, or um, in a way that maybe even like, you want to, can you trust yourself to handle it in a way that you feel good about? Now, I also see this pop up in my life in other areas. Um, For those of you that don't know, I am a health and life coach and I have a weight loss program, group program. And um, I see this show up with people who like fall off their diet wagon, right? And they're like, I just need to get back on my, on the wagon. I just need to start again. I just have, how come I can never keep commitments to myself? What's wrong with me? And we start to kind of spiral into the shame and judgment spiral of death. And my thoughts are like, how come you can't just trust yourself to get back on the wagon when you're ready? And usually the reason that we can't trust ourselves is some form of, well, if I let myself off of the hook, then I will just be totally out of control. Um, I will not be able to ever like rein it back in. Things will just go rogue and, you know, some version of that on and on and on. Right. And I just want you to really question what if that's not true? What if you can make a mistake? What if you can be not as committed as you originally thought you were going to be and it's not a problem? Like it doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean anything about your ability to commit or your um, the amount of self-control that you have or anything like that. What if it's just, oh, okay, this isn't looking how I thought. Let me adjust my expectations here. Because the way that we behave and the way that we show up when we're under a lot of shame and judgment is a hundred percent different than the way that we show up and the way that we behave when we are a hundred percent trusting ourselves to figure it out. Now think about that. 
When you have the thoughts like, I can't believe I fell off the wagon again. Why don't I have more self-control? What's wrong with me? I've got to just grind through this. I've got to get back to it. How does that make you feel? Versus what if you were like, Hey, it's okay. I made a, I made a mistake or this isn't looking exactly like I thought it was going to look, but it's fine because I trust myself to figure it out. I trust myself to get back on the wagon when it's time to get back on the wagon. How does that feel? And the point here is, is that your thoughts about yourself, um, you know, create the emotion that you have. And that emotion is what drives the action that you take and ultimately the results that you get. So by choosing to trust yourself and by choosing thoughts that support yourself, you are just that much more likely to do the thing that you're trying to do anyways. And you're going to feel a lot more better about it. You're probably going to feel more motivated. It's not going to be such a grind to get that thing done. Um, so an, so an example, personal example, something recently, um, the last like maybe six months or so, maybe eight months, I've been just craving monster energy drinks. Like I love the white monster energy drinks and I like the smaller canned ones. Like they, sh- they have to be like the 12 ounce ones, not the 16 ounce ones because the 16 ounce ones are too big, but I like the 12 ounce white monster drinks, energy drinks. And so it's very tempting, especially as a health coach to be like, well, energy drinks are terrible. Why am I even drinking this thing? I know that it's really not that good for me and I shouldn't be having it. And what's wrong with me? Blah, 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 blah. But instead, I have been practicing just saying, you know what? This is what sounds good to me right now. I know that it's not the best choice for me and I'm going to like decide to have it anyways. And I trust myself to drop the habit when I'm ready to drop the habit. And that's taken so much pressure off of me to the point where it's not even a problem, right? Sometimes I have the energy drink, sometimes I don't. But when I do have it, I really enjoy it and I don't feel a lot of shame and I'm not trying to hide it and like, you know, chug it before anybody sees me or anything like that. It's like, this is what I'm doing right now. These are the decisions that I'm making and I trust myself to let go of it when the time is good. And now I'm kind of on the tail end of that. Like I'm definitely not craving them as much. Um, so now I'm maybe have like one a week instead of one every day. Um, because I gave myself the time and the space and, and the trust in myself to handle the situation, I really do believe that it creates a different result. Because I just know if I'm making decisions from a place of sh- shame and judgment of myself, I am more likely to reach for those things that aren't very healthy, for those things that are going to give me a little dopamine hit to make me feel a little bit better. Because we are just so used to shaming ourselves and to feeling really terrible about ourselves and the decisions that we make. So it seems a bit counterintuitive to switch that around and be like, you know what, it's going to be fine. And I trust myself, but it really does tend to have the, the effect that we're wanting when we're shaming ourselves. We end up getting that the result that we're going for without actually shaming ourselves. So by trusting myself, I usually end up getting the end goal that I was going for when I was shaming myself, if that makes sense. So I would just invite you to try this out. Is there something in your life that you're, 
kind of feeling frustrated about that you're kind of wanting to hide or um, kind of wanting to cut back on or a habit that you're wanting to change that you notice yourself slipping on or anything like that. And I just want you to ask yourself the question and then listen (laughs) to what yourself has to say. See what comes up for you. If I could trust myself with this, how would that be different? If I could trust myself with this, what would that look like? All right. So I hope this was helpful for you today. I hope that you'll go out and try it. I really do feel, and I've seen it time and time and time again, not only with myself, but with my clients, that if you're able to drop the shame and judgment that you have about the things that you do, most of the time you then those things go away because you're not needing them to buffer anymore. You're not needing them to make yourself feel better anymore. Right? A lot of these habits we don't want to have are habits that make us feel better, um, or coping strategies. Right. And we're doing them because we feel so terrible about ourselves. So let's remove a a layer of that shame and judgment so we can feel less terrible and you'll be much less likely to reach for those things that you're not wanting to reach for. I hope this makes sense. If it does, I would love for you to please subscribe to the podcast, like, review it, let me know what you think, reach out to me, love to have discussions and see what you think about this and if it works for you. Thanks so much for being here. We'll see you next time. 